0: tony khan had another huge announcement on aew dynamite and it's confirmed new japan pro wrestling all the wrestling forbidden door on june 26 this is in my opinion a huge announcement we're going to talk about it next on the squared circle cycle Bible. my name is michael valenti joining me is ralph valenti ralph believe it or not this show is happening on your birthday is this a good early birthday present for you do you think it was in fact a huge announcement
1: Oh boy, here, put me on the spot right away, and already you're going to make me, uh, make people a little upset and ruffle some feathers. I, I do oh, think no. it is a very newsworthy, newsworthy announcement. And I do feel like this is a huge announcement, uh, for the wrestling fan base, for, for a good majority of the wrestling fan base. And I feel like this has the potential to be a huge event. Um, I do like the way that they actually went about. Uh, kind of more or less rolling out this announcement. Uh, I think that they were doing, they did a good job of hiding uh, some of their weaknesses here. I think that mm-hmm. Tony Khan should not be one to go out there and uh, touch a microphone hardly ever because that's <laughs> not his strong suit. Look, we we just talked about how uh, we had a debate. I gave him credit where credit was due. I said that he's done a very good job with the booking of AEW. There are some flaws here and there, but when push c- comes to shove, Tony Khan puts on a good a compelling television show that I want to watch week in and week out. And that's all you can ask for, right? That guy should not touch a microphone. He really just shouldn't. I, I have a couple of times that he has done it. He does not come across as a natural. Um, he's energetic. He's passionate. I get all of that type of stuff. Last night was a good way where they were able to put certain people in a good position to make the announcement for him. And I think that it actually went over much uh, much better than it would have gone over if it was Tony Khan who made the announcement himself. So using Jay White, having Jay White come out and essentially close uh, on the announcement and having Adam um, Adam Cole be the guy to essentially make the announcement and also talk about a match that he's going to have in the future. I liked what they did there and I think they were able to kind of avoid some of the negatives that could have come out of that had Tony Khan been the guy to be the one to actually make that announcement.
0: You know, I, I totally agree I love the way this announcement went down. I love that, one, it wasn't just an announcement. The fact that he brought in the president of New Japan Pro Wrestling, the fact that Adam Cole was part of the announcement, the fact that Jay White was part of the announcement, it made it feel like something bigger than possibly it really is, which I know you guys could debate whether or not it really is a big deal or not a big deal. I know uh, I put a, a poll up on our community page, and it seems like, it's about 60, 30 um, mm. towards uh, saying that it it actually delivered as a huge announcement for Tony Khan. And I do agree with that. I do think this is a huge announcement for a, a plenty of reasons. Obviously one, it is a super show between two of the bigger promotions in professional wrestling, AEW being the number two in North America and new Japan pro wrestling, probably the biggest promotion outside of the United States and North America. And, you know, it's going to happen at the United Center. That's a 20,000-seat arena. The last time that a non-WWE show filled out a 20,000-seat arena for a magnitude like this, New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor. Now, some people are like, oh, that ship has sailed. You know, that was years ago. That was three years ago. It doesn't matter anymore. That New Japan Pro Wrestling is part of this Super Show because they're not the luster is gone with New Japan Pro Wrestling. But let us not forget one: when that show happened, and that show sold out at Madison Square Garden, two things were really played to effect on how that show sold out. One, it was WrestleMania weekend, so there were plenty of wrestling fans there to begin with, and two, fans bought tickets with the assumption that they were getting Kazuchika Okada versus Kenny Omega in the United States. Obviously that didn't happen because yep. all the wrestling happened. And with all Elite wrestling happened, we saw, you know, eventually the purchase of Tony Khan with ring of honor. And now the partnership with new Japan pro wrestling. I think this is bigger for new Japan pro wrestling. And people are not really looking into this aspect of it because they've tried so hard to break it to the American market with so many partners. And really, this is the biggest partnership that they've had since WCW
1: Interesting. So now we're now we're starting to get into the thick of things. And this is why I said it has the potential to be huge. And very much like this the similar conversation we had prior to WrestleMania when we went back and forth talking about how WrestleMania was being marketed as essentially what stupendous, the biggest event, blah blah it blah blah blah. It blah. was
0: marketed as stupendous and then it was the biggest WrestleMania match of all time.
1: Sure. And I'm going to take very much the same approach, the wait-and-see approach. Let's see what happens um, with this event. Because you already kind of touched on this a little bit, and this is, this is where I want to go with this. With my whole argument with WrestleMania, I said, we aren't going to know, really, and even now to this point, we don't really know the lasting effect of what that WrestleMania did. We know that it broke a bunch of records. We know that it was crazy successful on social media. We know that it brought in a ton of revenue. We know that they sold a bunch of tickets. We know that a bunch of the matches delivered and they were able to elevate certain people like Austin theory. He's going on to do good things. They were able to prolong Roman reigns, title reign for a little bit longer building towards maybe a ratch with the rock. So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I think most wrestling fans would agree unless you're extremely cynical and hateful towards WWE that WrestleMania was in one way or another whether you, whether you want to argue it from like a wrestling standpoint or a purely business standpoint, WrestleMania was a success. Um, now, this event, I think this has potential to be very uh, a very big event for AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling, but I think we also have to be honest about a couple of things right up front. This is not, and you already kind of touched on this a little bit, New Japan Pro Wrestling going back maybe about five years ago, I think that was its peak. When they had Kenny Omega, before AEW was in existence, before any of that stuff, the five-star match, the seven-target match. Chris Jericho going over to New Japan Pro Wrestling. It was a really cool moment to be um, a wrestling fan and to pay attention to something like New Japan Pro Wrestling, the elite, the Bullet Club, all that type of stuff. Um, I don't think I would be in the minority saying that New Japan Pro Wrestling is not as popular as it was at that time. I also don't think I'd be in the minority saying that the Bullet Club is not as popular as it was at that time. I also feel like there may not be as intriguing matchups right now, currently today, as potentially as there could have been at that time. Now, granted, I disagree
0: with that, but I'll let you continue.
1: So, all right, if you could pick at that time, right, or even by comparison now, if you were going to main event this this pay per view, what are you going to main event with right now today? Well, here's here's the
0: thing that I, I want to know first off is. Are we doing AEW versus New Japan Pro Wrestling matches? Because with the Ring of Honor Supercard, for example, there were a couple, but primarily it was New Japan matches and Ring of Honor matches with a couple of mixed matches in between. Yeah. If we are getting some AEW versus New Japan matches or it's the entire card, do we have the champion versus champion and... I'll admit, I'm not really following New Japan right now, but I believe Kazuchika Okada is the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. And this is a month after Double or Nothing. And if what I think should happen does happen, you have CM Punk versus Okada as the main event. Okay. Now, okay. if, if Omega is healthy and he's back, Omega versus Okada in the United States, We've not yeah. we have not seen it. There's I your agree. chance to have it.
1: I agree a hundred percent. And that's kind of what I'm, what I'm touching on right now. Like Tony Khan, he's supposedly the the booker of, of the year, what two years in a row now, now going into this, this is a very, probably, probably the most important pay-per-view that he's going to book on paper. Um, and it, it, I, I would imagine that it's not even going to be entirely up to, to him, Who goes over and who doesn't? I got to imagine that New Japan Pro Wrestling, they're going to want some say and some skin in the game and have some of their guys want to go over, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I I know that CM Punk wrestling, anybody at this point is going to draw. How much? We're going to find out. Um, Well, if it's in
0: Chicago, I think think he could sell out United Center all on his own.
1: And, and that's a good starting point. So do you think it's going to sell out? I, I do think it's yes. going to sell out whether it was five years ago or whether it's today. I yes, I, do I think do. it will sell out. Yes. Um, and I, 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 I think the one thing that I want to offer to you is, is Punk versus Okada, Punk versus anybody right now, is that bigger than what could have been with Omega and Okada then? Is New Japan Pro Wrestling's roster deeper now, or I shouldn't even say deeper, is it as relevant? for this, for, for what they're trying to do with this. Like, is it going to mean as much comparing their roster to today with what it is versus what it could have been then had, it, had they had some type of super show? So, again, I'm not saying that this isn't going to be a, be a big event because I do think it is going to be a very big wrestling event. I do feel like it is going to break records. They probably will sell it out. Um, but after June 26th, is this going to be an event that gets them – to the next level over the hump mainstream attention uh does it is it going to mean anything on June 27th June 28th or is it like we're holding a big event just for the sake of holding a big event is this going to mean anything for them is it going to have any type of significance for AEW or even New Japan I I would say more so for AEW because obviously we're here in the United States is this going to mean more for them going forward after this event I don't know. I'm saying, let's see how it all plays out. Let's see the storylines going into the match. Let's see what the card looks like. If I'm somebody that is a director in Hollywood, right? And I'm going to roll out a brand new Star Wars. Star Wars is going to get a relaunch. Would you not agree that the announcement alone, Star Wars as a relaunch is huge by definition? Yep. I would agree with that. If the critics dictate that that movie does not deliver based on the hype, based on the name, based on the production, everything that goes into it, if there's not money that's made on that, if people say this was not a good movie, do you think that the hype was warranted? Do you feel like the, the, just going out there and saying it's huge on paper at face value makes it huge? I don't think so, and I didn't think that with WrestleMania, and I know people are going to be upset by that, but I think sometimes we have to challenge our bias here and kind of dial things back. Do I think that this is going to be a successful event? Absolutely. Do I think that they're going to sell a bunch of tickets? Absolutely. Do I think that it will get AEW to the next level? Maybe, maybe not. But
0: how are we, how are we measuring the next level? And I think this is something that yeah. I think yeah. a lot of people on social media are not bringing up is, oh, we talk about growth, 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 growth. And really the only thing that we're measuring is their ratings. And those ratings are only in America. So- one thing that this definitely will do is bring AEW to the Japanese audience. Yeah. And if it shows that, you know, we already know that AEW Dynamite and Rampage are now available on New Japan World. If people are watching New Japan and watching New Japan World and watching AEW Dynamite on those platforms, that increases AEW's fan base, maybe not domestically, but at least internationally. That's growth. Right there. I I agree. I I agree,
1: hundred percent. And I, I also feel like you know, I think that we focus, even maybe us or all fans to a fault, focus too much and put too much stock on, uh, viewership, ratings, all that type of stuff. I don't think that that's the best barometer. I think it's important, Mm -hmm. but I also think there's other things that you can look to. And I think that what Vince McMahon and WWE did was shed shed a lot of light on that this year for WrestleMania because. One of the biggest knocks on WWE for the longest time is their shrinking audience. Their shrinking mm-hmm. audience, the fact that people don't care, they don't tone in, they're under 1.5 million. And when you look at the amount of tickets that were sold, and you look at the amount of revenue that was brought in, and you look at the amount of uh, social media interactions, stuff that is relevant, stuff that was shared, stuff that was viewed, talked about, that's where Vince McMahon has this ability to kind of be ahead of the curve. Like he was ahead of the curve with the WWE network and he's showing again, like even while people are, you know, on the IWC and even here, like on our show, we're debating, Oh, well, they're shrinking audience, the viewership. This is where Vince McMahon shows that he is a a savvy businessman. He's like, yeah, that's great. You know what? You guys can talk about viewership. Well, look what I'm going to do. I'm going to use these celebrities. I'm going to, have uh, content that's shareable, uh, have things that are going to happen on WrestleMania that people are going to talk about on social media, and we're going to have X amount of impressions or whatever they call it. And that made WrestleMania a a success by a social media standard Mm -hmm. and as well as tickets. Now, Mm -hmm. I think that this show at New Japan Pro Wrestling AEW, can it do something like that as far as like social media impressions and stuff like that? I think it certainly can. Um, can they sell tickets? I think it certainly can. Can they draw a certain amount of, um, or bring in a certain amount of revenue? I think they can. When I say over the hump, what's the limit? How big is the fan base? I think this obviously is a show that's going to cater again to a very hardcore fan base, probably Mm -hmm. even to a more casual fan base, as long as you have a little bit of investment in either of these companies. Um, but what's next? Does this get them to the level where 40,000 seats, 50,000 seats, I hope so, for the sake of AEW. I, I'd like to see them get to that point. This is going to be a good starting point to say, okay, we're going to sell out 20-plus thousand seats. What's next? 30,000, 40,000. Like, where is it? Where, where, how big is the audience? I don't think viewership and ratings is the best way to gauge that. I think right. it's a couple of different things.
0: No, I totally agree. So let me ask you this. We already know there's some guys that do that are in both promotions. Yep. Moxley, Jericho, we've seen, you know, on... New Japan side, Minoru Suzuki, has shown up on AEW programming. Tomohiro Ishii, Jay White. If AEW has more wrestlers on the card at Wrestle Kingdom, which is, you know, New Japan's WrestleMania, they've done the two-night thing the last couple years at the Tokyo Dome, which means, I believe, 40,000 each night. Is that growth for AEW, knowing that more wrestlers are being exposed to the Japanese audience at their biggest show?
1: Uh, I think it certainly can be, depending on who gets sent over there to work. Uh, now, when is, when is Wrestle Kingdom, typically?
0: It's, it's the same date every year, January 4th.
1: Okay, okay. So, obviously, you know. And also, that- let's not
0: forget, during the summer, you have the G1. So the G one, if you have, let's say, four guys go out there, Moxley, Danielson, yeah, maybe maybe Archer goes back and does a run, and who knows, maybe Wheeler Yuta becomes a fourth guy. They bring the entire Blackpool Combat Club there, and Lance Archer to represent AEW, and for all we know, maybe Moxley ends up in the finals, or Danielson ends up in the finals against Ibushi, who you know it seems like he keeps winning it every year because. That's really, you know, the only guy with star power outside of Okada,
1: Tanahashi, and Naito. Yeah. I mean, I, I always think that sending guys to different promotions, especially a promotion that is as successful and has as much history as New Japan Pro Wrestling, it doesn't do any disservice for your company. Um, You know, I but... We look at what happened the last time with Moxley. You know, Moxley's one of their top guys. He went over there what, and he ended up winning two matches and losing well, whatever it was. He did. He was not booked strongly. I think that that would be a lot different nowadays because Moxley's name alone, and based on where AEW is currently in the United States, um, there's probably a lot more uh, wealth there, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So. Um I, I don't think they'd be booked poorly. I don't think it does them any disservice to go over there. Maybe if they're booked poorly then that that's obviously not going to do them any favors, but with this show specifically, I don't know. I just I just want to wait and see because I think that there's still a lot that's still uh not determined. We don't know what the card's going to look like. Right. Um we don't know how many tickets are going to sell. We don't know how big the event. We don't know how the the show's going to be received. I mean, we don't mm-hmm. we don't know. I I'm willing to bet it's going to be a good show. I, I'm I'm almost confident saying it. I mean, there's yes. almost no doubt. Most people would say on paper, whatever ends up happening, it's going to be a good show and it probably will deliver. Um, does that make it huge? I think it probably depends on who you ask and what type of standards you're using to determine huge. Right. So let's say total
0: pay-per-view buys is... 175000 which I believe would market the second-highest AEW show behind last year's All Out. Would that be huge for them? If it's second? Second-highest, yeah.
1: I so, don't think so. I don't think so, because- so. So it has
0: to at least eclipse last year's All yes. Out.
1: Yes, because by definition that means they've they've topped everything they've done with tick like kind of across the board whether it's ticket sales whether it's pay per views whether it's revenue whether it's social media impressions. If this is gonna be the huge event that so many people predict that it can be and this is what people were always hoping for, then it should be the biggest wrestling event probably in the United States outside of WrestleMania. What if it
0: has? what if you compare it more to all in than WrestleMania where, you know, it sold 10,000, that show sold 10,000 seats. This is doubling that ticket sales wise. And it's going to be similar to that ring of honor, new Japan show at Madison square garden. They're about the same capacity. I believe United center actually has more seats now that, you know, Madison square garden did their renovation and all their upgrades Mm -hmm. or whatever that took some seats away there. And eventually, you know, we saw, you know, the lasting impression. Obviously, Ring of Honor got bought out. New Japan, you know, kind of hasn't gotten back to where they were. Mostly because of the pandemic. Let's We got to point this out, too. The reason maybe why they're not as strong as they were is because the pandemic, they took time off where AEW and, and WWE did not. And they were running shows with no fans. And when the fans were there, they couldn't really... You know, make noise due to the <laughs> their guidelines that they had. Yep. So it was a very weird aesthetic to watch, and I think some people were tuned uh, turned out by that. And let's not forget there were some questionable booking decisions, especially with the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, where you know Evil was the champion at one point, and some people were like, "Not a good move." And they they were doing the whole like double champ thing and the Intercontinental Champion and iwgp they eventually merged the titles there was a lot of questionable booking there if they expose some of these aew fans that haven't watched new japan pro wrestling and that's the other thing we have to realize we can't assume all aew fans watch new japan pro wrestling no so there's definitely i think like i said i think this helps new japan more than it does aew i definitely think that uh because like i said this is their biggest partnership since wcw And you're going to expose these guys that, you know, oh, the IWC talks about Okada, Okada, Okada. What's all the buzz about? And they finally get to see him if they didn't see him at All Out against Marty Skrull, you know? What's all this buzz about Ibushi? What's all this buzz about Naito? What's all this buzz about Tanahashi? Now, if they didn't watch the New Japan matches where Jericho was involved, they might not know those guys or Kenny Omega or whatever. Yeah. Now they're finally going to get to see it. And might be able to answer those critics. And hey, that converts to New Japan World subscriptions. I, I think, I, like, basically the way I, I'm picturing this and using history to my advantage for the argument is this is All Out leading to the super Card and Jericho, his match with Omega, leading to that massive explosion of subscriptions for New Japan World. That's where I see it as a huge announcement, at least for New Japan side. For all elite wrestling... It's definitely a step in the right direction towards an international market and one that, you know, obviously the Japanese market, but also you have the Australian market, too, which probably caters more towards New Japan Pro Wrestling just for proximity reasons. So you have some fans that might be exposed to AEW for the first time in Australia, which I understand they have Fight TV and they're an English speaking country, so they might know AEW more than Japan, but still... I think this is definitely a win-win. Worst case scenario. It's a night of great matches. Worst case scenario. Yeah. I don't really see this, you, know, flopping. I don't see this really being a, a night where, you know, no one's going to, you know, remember it. I don't see this as a night where, you know, it does nothing for AEW and does nothing for New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's, I think at this point, it's too big to fail.
1: And that's, that's where it could be dangerous because you would assume that, yeah, on, on paper at face value, this is huge and it's almost too big to fail, but there have been many pay-per-views, many events, many, whatever you want to point to concerts, movies, reunions that have been so quote unquote, too big to fail. And for whatever reason they do. And I don't think I just, so everybody understands, I don't think that is going to happen here with this. Like you said, at the very worst, I think we'll have a good night of pro wrestling. Yes. Um, but I think there's so many things that are just kind of still question marks because obviously they're question marks because it's just got announced yesterday. Uh, I, I think this is going to be difficult for Tony because let's not remember now, Tony Khan not only has to book AEW strongly, he's also going to be booking, I'd imagine, and some capacity at least preparing to book for Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Um, And now he's got this on his plate where he's probably got to manage okay, I got to book my guy strong, but at the same time I have to do, because I got to imagine there's got to be some type of promotion leading into this. There's got to be some I type hope so. of interaction. And that's the other thing. Like if they don't do something like that, like, is it just where it's a super card? You're getting a bunch of good guys from New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW and they're just going to be like this one night event or is there going to be storylines that gonna, are going to build towards this? That's why I'm saying, let's wait and see how this kind of plays out. Mm Because if they build storylines going into this, that will swing, obviously, you know, if it's booked well, momentum will carry over and lead people to be like, okay, I really want to see this. Anticipation will build. People will buy the pay-per-view. If you just roll out a card for the sake of putting out a big card, you'll probably get people that are going to buy it, but I don't think they'd be as inclined to buy it as if they were emotionally invested. You know, I think we all agree. Emotional investment is key, especially in pro wrestling. So, you know, Tony Khan, still relatively new to the wrestling industry. How is he going to be able to balance off this booking? Um, if he truly is the the booker that people make him out to be, then, you know, he's going to have to prove it. And this will be his opportunity to do so. Yes. So, uh, I, I think there's a lot on the line for him and a lot at stake for, you know, more so probably AEW than New Japan Pro Wrestling.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think, obviously, time will tell. We have little over two months before this show actually happens i think you know barring like an absolute like really weird way tony khan and new japan booked this thing i i honestly say too big to fail and i know that might jinx it so knock on wood but you know I, i think it's gonna be a great show i think the matches that they could set up are endless when you got guys like Okada, Ibushi, Osprey, Tanahashi, Takahashi, Shingo Takagi, uh Taichi, you know, Zach Saber Jr. Maybe we get something that Meltzer would like absolutely, you know, go nuts for because he has an award named after both these guys. Zach Saber Jr. versus Brian Danielson for the best technical wrestler in the world match. Mm-hmm. There's one Who, big match right there.
1: Who's carrying the belt into this show? Unk? Hangman?
0: I think Punk. I think Punk, especially because the kind show's in it. Chicago. Yeah. Um, unless, you know, they give the big win to Hangman at Vegas and, and, you know, Punk and Okada happens where maybe Punk challenges for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and uh, Hangman challenges, has someone from New Japan challenge for the AEW World Championship. That way both guys look strong without having to do something with like
1: a time limit draw. That's the other thing you could do, too. Well, the other thing, it, back to your, one of the original points you made there, it, it may not even necessarily mean it, it ends up being Punk or Hangman versus somebody from New Japan Pro Wrestling. If they're going to build towards that, is this an event where they're like, for the first time how, in front of however many people if, at this major, uh, major, huge event, are they going to do like Punk versus Hangman there for the title?
0: i doubt that no that's a double or nothing match i think that's the double or nothing main event
1: i i agree but i'm saying it it's possible yeah i i don't think to that. consider too is like the fallout from this like if they're going to be booking and building towards this supercard specifically all right guys like wardlow guys like that that are have momentum right now does that kind of take a hit does that go on the back burner and if they do put that on the back burner, like, what's the long-term effect? And that's why I say, like, at face value, yeah, this is huge. But what's the fallout? Like, what's the fallout? Mm-hmm. Same with WrestleMania. What was the fallout? Like, let's let's wait and see.
0: Yeah. I, I think one thing that definitely is going to be interesting to see is if it does become, like, an AEW versus New Japan card where, like, each match has an AEW representative and a New Japan representative, yeah. where are certain guys allegiance lie like Moxley and Jericho for example I would love a storyline where like each week people keep questioning them are you with us are you against us kind of thing and then you know we see maybe a dissolving of the Blackpool Combat Club because of that because Danielson's like we're AEW guys and Moxley's like no I'm signed to both and you don't know what side because Moxley is a you know a lunatic so What side does he go with? And Jericho's another guy. Sports entertainer versus pro wrestling. Yeah, Neither one are really known for their sports entertainment, so what side does he choose? Right, I'll be the one that's more sports entertainment, AEW. So, you know, a guy like Lance Archer, what side does he go with? Minoru Suzuki and Mm -hmm. Ishii, you know, who have been on AEW programming. I know they're, you know, there to represent New Japan, but, you know, that's a dynamic. Bullet Club and the Elite. What's the storyline there? Obviously, I think Jay White and Adam Cole being part of that announcement means something. You know, are we getting a Bullet Club versus a lead blood and guts match? Yeah. Entirely possible. I I think there's a lot of good storylines that could be played here. If the Booker of the Year decides to actually book this thing instead of just throwing matches together.
1: (laughs) Right. Right, and that's going to be the hard part.
0: Yep, I agree. But let us know what you guys think of this huge announcement from Tony Khan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Elite Wrestling, forbidden door June 26th. Don't forget to share this all over social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SCP Podcast. Subscribe, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Psychobabble.